This is today's episode, Get a Better Broadcast, podcast and voice over voice, uh, breathing and reading, inflection, projection, the physical and psychological aspects of getting a better voice, from relaxation to hydration and everything in between, in this series of short daily podcasts for nearly 1,000 episodes. Hello, this is your host, presenter, producer, writer, everything else, a uh, studio engineer of uh, Get a Better Broadcast, podcast and uh, voice over voice. I'm Peter Stewart. Thank you for the loan of your ears. We're going through aren't we our dictionary of voice see what we did there guide track gravelly and granuloma today and today glottal is kicking us off this is a kind of soft kind of almost coughing sound when used in speech it's often used instead of proper pronunciation of words uh words like hot or water. Now, when I say proper pronunciation, do I need to say this again? Perhaps I do. Uh, What I mean is that it's proper to you and to the audience you are speaking with to get your message across. I'm not saying that you have to speak inverted commas properly. What is properly anyway, depending on your accent and where you've come from and how you were taught and who you're trying to get a message over to, who you're trying to persuade, who you're trying to communicate with, who you are trying to have a conversation with and persuade them about something. Yeah, it's down to you. I'm not saying you should speak in a certain way. I'm just giving you the information if you wish to speak a certain way. Yeah, so let's look at glottal in terms of words like hot or water. When the tongue hasn't been used to pronounce that T sound, either at the end, like in hot, or the middle of a word, like water. So instead, somebody say hot or water, yeah, something like that. Uh, now, interestingly, those who use glottal stops in everyday conversation may put the T sound back in when they become a really passionate speaker and want to be sure they've been understood maybe it's when they're getting a little cross with somebody or want to be specific about something so think of someone who at home might say butter using that glottal stop yeah between the uh the the, the u and the e but uh you can hear that there is a a stop there can't you uh the word stops in the middle and then starts again butter uh, rather than butter, where every, not every, yes, every letter is sounded, but that's not really the point. But you've got that flow of sounds throughout the entire word. Yeah. Uh, so, so using a glottal stop, omitting the T sounds in the middle of the word is what that is. Say they're in a hotel and they've been brought spread instead of butter, and they might say, I asked for butter, and pronounce the T sound in butter because they are being forceful they're being specific they're trying to be totally clear of what their request is indeed the marketing slogan uh, for a certain butter company in the uk many years ago was you'll never put a better bit of butter on your knife Uh, and that contains several potential glottal stops as you can determine we've got a link to that in our show notes if you want to see that particular commercial So that is glottal. What about granuloma, our second of four words today? That's a large inflammatory mass that grows here in the larynx, usually at the back, most often due to voice trauma 
and, and uncontrolled acid reflux. We've spoken about both of those before in some depth over the previous episodes, of course. Moving on to gravelly, yeah, the description of a low voice. It's deep, little energy, little projection or intonation, not much volume, not much pushing there, and nothing much going on. It's low, it's deep, it's quiet. Yeah, I can't quite do it, but it's somewhere down there. It's a little bit monotone. It's low, it's deep, and there's not much going on. Finally today, a guide track. Now, some people actually call this a scratch track, uh, where a non-professional voice artist has provided a recording of the script so that the visual edits can be created and pronunciations given. So in this situation, your job as a professional is to replace their dialogue with yours. Yeah, so let's think about that in a more specific situation. So you're in a studio and you're putting together a video and you're waiting for the voiceover person to come they're booked for a few days time but you need to get the timings right because you're starting to edit the video already and you need to know exactly how long it's going to be between one sequence on a video finishing and the next one starting and in that gap you need to do a little bit of dialogue a little bit of commentary on your documentary whatever it happens to be so you get somebody else in maybe it could be you as a studio video producer and you read that line yourself you haven't necessarily got the best voice you haven't necessarily got the best intonation or inflection but you're getting the timing right and it's up for the professional voiceover person when they come in to use that timing on that guide track on that scratch track and replace your voice with their professional voice so there you go glottal granuloma and gravelly and guide tracks today's dictionary of voice tomorrow we move on to the letter h as get a better broadcast podcast and voice over voice continues from london i'm peter stewart <laughs>